0: So many industries can't get in the workers they need to do the jobs they needed to do. And one of the first ones to be affected by that were the orchardists and the horticulturalists because we were hearing in the news for months, especially pre-Christmas, about orchards crying out for fruit pickers and about the fact that fruit would be left rotting on the ground if there was no labour to pick it. There were attempts to get those who were long-term unemployed to relocate. There was inducements given to get people who were on the dole down to the orchards or up to the orchards to pick the fruit. There were expectations that fruit prices would skyrocket because much of it would be left on the trees. So we thought it was time to go to the coalface and see just what is happening. Alan Pollard is the chief executive of New Zealand Apples and Pears. He joins me now. Very good morning to you. Hi, Jerry. So what has happened when it comes to the fruit? Was fruit left on the trees?
1: Yeah, well, pretty much what we expected to happen as happened uh, has happened. Before Christmas, we was, uh, indicated to the government that we felt that come the peak where apples and kiwi fruit overlap in March, that would be about 11,000 workers short. Uh, and uh, indications are we were pretty close to that uh, for, for our industry. What that's meant is that you're absolutely right; we've uh, left quite a lot of fruit uh, on the trees. We estimated that would probably be about um, 3 million cartons down on last season as a result of this and also some weather events, and it looks like we'll be about
0: that. That must be devastating for growers. To know oh, yeah. It must be like watching a car crash happening. You know it's about to happen. There's nothing you can do to stop it, and it happens.
1: Absolutely right. I I just had the privilege of travelling around the country talking to growers about the impact this has had on their business and they are just absolutely devastated. They literally are struggling to see how how they can have another season like this uh, and we certainly won't survive another season like it.
0: In terms of export earnings, how much are we down?
1: Um, look, three million cartons, that probably equates to about 130 to $150 million. Oh, uh, so it is significant. And if you think about the economic multiplier out in the regions that rely on our export receipts, that's probably three to five times that for the broad economic impact.
0: You warned the government that this was going to happen.
1: Yeah, we did. Uh, as I say, we had pretty accurate forecasts about certainly the size of our crop, uh, and then secondly, the number of people we need uh, to pick it. And then clearly, with borders closing, we had a lot less uh, Pacific Island labour in the country, a lot less um, uh, backpackers in the country. Uh, so the government challenged us, uh, as you said in your introduction, actually, to try and maximise the opportunities for a Kiwi workforce. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've, we've done that. But as you know, the unemployment rate's extremely low. Uh, and also a lot of the unemployed are just not mobile uh, at all. They're not going to move from the security of their homes or their whanau support for a mm-hmm. few weeks' work.
0: No, they're not. So where are growers at right now? They fear that they can't survive another march like this one. What can they do? Is there anything the industry can do to prevent another disastrous season?
1: Yeah, well, um, obviously the answer is access to um, to a reasonable supply of seasonal labour. Um,
0: just but that's beyond the... your control, though, isn't it?
1: Yeah, well, we can certainly put the facts in front of government and indicate to them the consequences of getting these decisions wrong. Um, but what I'd also say, Kerry, is that you know we suffered some significant weather events as well,
0: so yeah, okay. our
1: crop was down. If that crop comes back fully as we expected to, with no other weather events, we'll have another 115,000 tonnes of fruit to harvest. Uh, And for us, that's another 2,000 workers we need on top of what we needed last year. So it's a critical juncture for us. Uh, Our our view is that um, uh, there's got to be a process where we can bring uh, workers in from the Pacific Islands who are uh, uh, COVID-free using a system that doesn't require MIQ but requires um, vaccination programmes and isolation on orchards to ensure that we continue to protect the public while at the same time being able to harvest our crops.
0: I know from going to a number of different regions that some amazing fruit-growing regions are losing orchards because the next generation coming through look at the work that their parents do and go, this is too hard, I'm going to sell it to a housing developer when the old boy carks it and when mum's you know, in a nice retirement home and uh, make my money there. Added to that is the stress of actually those who choose to try and make a living out of growing, you know, fruit for the nation and for the world. Yeah. It's just making it tougher and tougher and tougher.
1: Uh, It certainly is. You have to admire the resilience of our growing community, I have to say. You know, um, if we can just get these settings right, we have a phenomenal opportunity right across horticulture, right across the primary sector. The the Prime Minister made it clear that, you know, the primary sector would drive New Zealand's post-COVID recovery. Yes. Yes. Uh, and you can't do that if you put barriers in place to um, stop us doing it. So you know, if we could just get those settings right, it's a phenomenal opportunity. And for those in the industry prepared to stick it out, the future looks really, really bright. It's just getting through this initial phase.
0: But you're saying they won't get through it unless you see the government willing to work with you. <laughs>
1: That's the challenge, and it, it hits our, our smallest growers the worst. Um, you know, those who whose only source of income is the crop that's sitting on the tree. Uh, and, you know, if they lose that, then they have no prospect of income. Uh, and often it's not just for the next season, but it's seasons to come as well.
0: Thank you so much for your time. I do appreciate it. Thank you for the update.
1: No, thank you. Appreciate your trust.
0: Alan Pollard, Chief Executive of New Zealand Apples and Pears. It's... It sums it up, really. I mean, it, it is exactly as they predicted would happen. They told the government this. The government said, yes, yes, yes. Well, we'll get some unemployed New Zealanders. But he's quite right. I mean, if you are long-term unemployed, leaving your everything you know to go and pick fruit for a few months is not viable. And we've lost those export earnings, and we kind of need them because we're just paying for a whole heap of people to stay in MIQ.